Ask anyone who was working in the airline industry on September 11, 2001, and they'll have a story. What you're about to hear are some of those stories told by people who responded in the days, weeks, and even months afterward. Assisting families of those on the four flights. Helping fellow employees come to terms with their grief. Working on the front lines and behind the scenes to get airlines back in the air with a host of new safety and security rules. Some of these stories have been told to family or others over the years, and a few of these will be heard for the first time on this podcast. September 11th, Airline Voices. My name is Janet Denny. I worked for American Airlines for 20 years, and I was a senior analyst in capacity planning on September 11th, 2001. I had just finished training for the care team at American, which had been in place since the DC-10 horrific crash outside of Chicago in 1979. But nobody could be trained for an event like this. My friend was on the GO team that was dispatched the afternoon of September 11. I had no idea how extensive the care team was, but this was certainly the time to find out. In a way, a big way, being on the care team was a blessing for me. It gave me support and friendship from fellow airline employees, which was priceless. But it took me away from my family. At the time, I had three grown children, all married with families of their own. And one of them was very upset that I was leaving. And I left my husband alone for more than two weeks. He had fears too. He was retired from the Air Force and he was very worried about me, which caused conflicts between my feelings of responsibility. The morning of September 11, I was told to report to the airport, DFW, and take a 757 to Boston to support the effort for Flight 11. Each flight, as everybody knows now, had to be approved by the FAA, but we didn't know we would be escorted by fighter jets. I felt very safe with that knowledge, and I could see them out the windows, until someone pointed out that they were also there to take us down if need be. That was sobering. Nobody knew what was happening, and all of us had to be ready for everything. When we arrived at Boston, we were escorted by security outside to waiting buses. The buses were escorted by Boston police to our hotel, where we were sequestered for the first week. I was very lucky, as they put my very good friend in the room next to mine, and we had an adjoining door. That night, my daughter called me at midnight and we talked and cried for hours while watching the TV. I felt very comforted after that call. I do hope she did as as well as I did. Next day, we found out who our partner would be for the duration. I was lucky to be partnered with a very good person who seemed to always know the right thing to do at the right time. I learned a lot from him about the care team 
and about AA operations. We were assigned to one passenger, a woman who worked for another airline and was non-revving to Los Angeles. She was in first class. I have thought about her every September 11th and many more times since then. She was young and beautiful and must have been so frightened. I had her picture in my office the rest of the years I worked there. Unfortunately, her husband was very upset and angry with the airline and would not let us help in any way. He actually blamed the airline for allowing this to happen. Of course, there was no one else to blame at that point. Years later, I was a volunteer docent at the George Bush Presidential Center in Dallas, where I touched her name on the wall every time I was there. My partner on the care team came to visit the Presidential Center one day, and it happened to be one of the days I was working. In the 9-11 memorial section, he mentioned to the docent there that he had been on the AA care team. She got really excited and found me and took me to him. That was wonderful. I had only seen him a couple of times since 2001. I will never forget my passenger, nor any of the other nearly 3,000 people who needlessly died that day. It is hard to think about, but it must always be remembered. Thank you for listening to this and all the other reports that are here today. Bless you this September 11th and always. Thanks for listening. This podcast is made possible through individual donations and contributions. If you have questions or are interested in sharing your story, feel free to check out the Airline Voices Podcast page on Facebook, or you can email to airlinevoicespodcast at gmail.com. For those interested in helping support this podcast financially, please visit patreon.com and search for the Airline Voices Podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and Airline Voices Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you soon.